Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 18. I'll sing of your steadfast love, O Lord, forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established forever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I sworn to my servant David. I'll establish your descendants forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and awesome above all that are around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is as mighty as you, O Lord? Your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours and the earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you created them. Tabor and Hermon joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand, high your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Happy are the people who look, who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. They exalt in your name all day long and extol your righteousness, for you are the glory of their strength. But your favor, our horn, is exalted. By your favor, our horn is exalted, for our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. Second Chronicles chapter 33 verses 1 through 17. Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign. He reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the abominable practices of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. For he built the high places that his father Hezekiah had pulled down, and erected altars to the balls, made sacred poles, worshipped all the host of heaven, and served them. He built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem shall my name be forever. He built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He made his son pass through fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom, practiced soothsaying and augury and sorcery, and dealt with mediums and the wizards. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. The carved image of the idol that he had made set in the house of God of which God said to David and his son Solomon, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will never again remove the feet of Israel from the land that I appointed for your ancestors. If only they will be careful to do all that I have commanded them, all the law, the statutes, and the ordinances given through Moses. 
Manasseh misled Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that they did more evil than the nations whom the Lord had destroyed before the people of Israel. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and to his people, and they gave, but they gave no heed. Therefore the Lord brought against them the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh captive in manacles, bound him with fetters, and brought him to Babylon. While he was in distress, he entered the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. He prayed to him, and God received his entreaty, heard his plea, and restored him again to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord indeed was God. Afterward, he built an outer wall for the city of David west of Gihon in the valley, reaching the entrance at the fish gate. He carried it around Elphel and raised it to a very great height. He also put commanders of the army in all the fortified cities in Judah. He took away the foreign gods and the idol from the house of the Lord, and all the altars he had built on the mountain of the house of the Lord in, in Jerusalem, and he threw them out of the city. He also restored the altar of the Lord and offered it, offered on it sacrifices of well-being and of thanksgiving. And he commanded Judah the, to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. The people, however, still sacrificed at the high places, but only to the Lord their God. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 7. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith we understood that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain's. Through this he received approval as righteous. God himself giving approval to his gifts. He died, but through his faith he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken so that he did not experience death, and he was not found because God had taken him. For it was attested before he was taken away that he had pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, for whoever would approach him must believe that he exists, and he, he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, warned by God about the events as yet unseen, respected the warning, and built an ark to save his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness that is in accordance with faith. Good morning and welcome to the 10th Monday after Pentecost. We're in double digits now. Um, Our reading this morning um, is... Uh, from the 89th Psalm, which is new, uh, and then Second Chronicles and the letter of Paul to the Hebrews. I'm sorry, actually, we don't know that it's letter of Paul, um, but it is a letter to the Hebrews. Um, and they're long readings, so I'll try and keep this reflection short, but um, it does seem to be reflecting on faith, and I'm taking from Hebrews and reflecting back on Chronicles, Second Chronicles. Um, but that the story of Manasseh is um, it, it's lengthy and it kind of gives you the, the long version. Um, and there's only a few kings that were described uh, described as um, like really good, and that's Manasseh's father, Hezekiah, and then David. And there's one more, and I can't remember which one it was. Um, but the, the miracle with Manasseh is that he was so horrible he was taken off into exile in Babylon, and it's there that he reformed himself. He humbled himself, 
and uh, you know gave glory to God as opposed to himself. Um, and the, the what's striking is that the amount of the description and the length and the the um, the detail that's given to how horrible he was as a king that he even misled his own people, um, and that makes his conversion all the more um, striking and um, refreshing. Um, and then once he he does repent and uh, glorify God rather than himself. He builds up the city of David, the, the capital in Jerusalem. Um, and he undoes the things that he had done. He tears down the old uh, pillars and high places that he had built. Just like his father, he tore them all down. He threw them out of the city, he restores the altar, and he even begins offering sacrifices again. Um, and he commands all of the people to do the same. Um, and they still sacrifice in the high places, but it wasn't to other gods. It was to um, it was to Yahweh. In the letter uh, of Hebrews, the author is giving additional examples, reinforcing the argument that it's through this faith, or just through faith, that God is pleased. Um, from Abel to Enoch to Noah, uh, they're used as exemplars to to make the point that it's their faith that did that uh, made them so um, amazing. And part of that was also humility. So Abel gave of his firstlings and his fat, the firstlings and fat portions of his, of his own flock. And he would have been um, seen as quite wealthy because he had these animals. Then Enoch doesn't give a whole lot of detail, but Enoch is, uh, lived a life um, such that he didn't have to experience death. And he's one of the people that um, hasn't done that besides Elijah, maybe one other person, or maybe that's it, I can't remember. And finally, Noah, it's a good point the author makes, like it took faith to receive this vision from God to build a boat because the entire earth was going to be flooded and then do it. Um, he respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. So there's some self-interest in that, but I mean the the belief that it would happen just based off of the words and the vision that he got is significant. Um, and so these are the things that are hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, as the the author of the letter of Hebrews puts it. This is what uh, the 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 means by which the faithful receive approval from God. It's by faith that we understand um, because we don't know, we haven't seen it, we haven't touched it, we haven't um, recorded it. It's just by the mere idea that God is good and God is um, the one in charge that we believe. Um, and uh, I've thought about tying this into the military life, but I just don't know that it's necessary um, because in the military, there's so much that you don't see, especially as a lower enlisted um, soldier. Um, there's so much that you don't see that you just have to take on faith, whether that's jumping out of aircraft or um, deploying halfway around the world and trusting, having faith in uh, your friends and your commanders. Um, that's like the faith that is owed to God, but it's not quite the same because our friends aren't God and 
and the uh, the logistical you know, miracle of, of the United States military is not God either. Um, but that faith that we have um, is not entirely dissimilar to the faith that God calls us to. And that's, uh, that's part of the reason I think the military has something to teach the church. Proper 14 from the Book of Common Prayer. Grant to us, Lord, we pray, the Spirit to think and do always those things that are right, that we, who cannot exist without you, may be, may by you be enabled to live according to your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.